Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome back to the second instalment of Mysteries of the Unexplained. I am your beautiful, ravishing and very sexily voice host, Annie Gan. And I am the man that you seen on the street one day in your car waved at thinking that I was your Uncle Jerry, but it wasn't. It was just me, Will. Yeah, that pretty much sums up you. Hi, guys. We are back again with our second instalment of our new incarnation of the podcast. Some of you will know us from our previous life as What the Fuck is in This Book? Um, apparently there's too much curse words in that name for government reasons we had to change it so as always you can find a whole tome of backlog at our patreon which is what is it will patreon what what patreon.com forward slash mysteries of the unexplained where the last three seasons of what's focus in this book is ahead so basically we just got one of those cheap makeovers not like the swan one where they take you away and they actually give you liposuction and they make everything bigger and brighter and give you veneers we got one of those cheap ass ones where they just bring you to like um walmart and get you slightly nicer clothes and they blow dry your hair for you but it's all we could really afford this year isn't it will yeah it's basically a very shallow cardboard cutout <laughs> that's put in place of the original uh podcasts um yeah any new listeners don't have a clue what we're talking about but you'll get there basically there was a book that scared the bejesus out of me as a child and it happened to be called mysteries of the unexplained so it led us on a journey of exploration to find out if any of these stories were indeed true and today i bring you a story that would have frightened the shite out of me as a child um and it kind of still does as i was researching this i got that weird kind of feeling in my belly where you don't know if you're going to throw up or uh, you're going to visit a town a little bit south of throw up (laughs) so today we are going to dive into a very weird and wonderful mystery of the unexplained i shall explain no further i shall just read to the thus chapter one the unthinkable occurs 
I awoke with a start and found the bedroom bathed in a bluish, iridescent light. I reached for my glasses on the nightstand and turned my attention to the bedroom window, thinking that perhaps the strange light was coming from there. But the drapes were tightly drawn. No, this light definitely had to be originating from inside the room, and I was more mystified than fearful. I swung out of bed and headed for the doorway and the wall switch that controls the bedroom light but I got no more than two or three steps before the pulsating bluish-white light which had washed the room in a subdued floodlight fashion suddenly narrowed into a tightly concentrated spotlight beam and it was focused directly on me. Gravity seemed to take a holiday. Under ordinary circumstances, I think that the normal human reaction would be to scream out in abject animal terror. But before my autonomic... 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 Sorry, what was that, sir? <laughs> <laughs> but before my autonom- autonomic nervous system could even trigger such a response, I was overwhelmed by a sense of peace and tranquility. Sir, that makes you sound like you're a robot. You're autom- <laughs> autonomic <laughs> nervous system. I- are you human? You have an autonomic nervous system. You just can't say the word and neither can I. <laughs> I'm not an English literature major. That's why I'm doing this shitty podcast with you. I didn't have time to analyse it because the sensation of rising seemed to last no more than a second or two. As I would later learn, the beam of light itself, the inverted commas drinking straw in which I was firmly enclosed, caressed me as I travelled along its length and actually triggered the calming effect that enveloped me. Just as quickly as it had started, the journey ended. I didn't think more than two seconds had passed between the time the light first focused on me and the time I found myself in a very large room facing the strangest creatures I had ever seen. No amount of denial was going to alter the fact that I had been abducted. I was on a spacecraft and I was among extraterrestrials. Whoa, whoa. Don't get too excited there now. Someone, someone likes a like a uh, like say nineteen fifties uh, mic operator at a fair voice there. Roll up to the extraterrestrials. That's okay, Jim, it's they're called aliens. Well I don't know if you haven't realised yet, but you are about to go on the ride of your fucking life. Take a deep breath, because here we go. <laughs> there was no other explanation, except that I might be dreaming, but I knew that this was no dream or nightmare. This was real. The fact that I was completely at peace and devoid of any fear seemed to belie the reality. The strongest emotion I felt at the time, to be honest, was one of unbridled curiosity. Sexually aroused. <laughs> Me too. Now I could see the source of the beam, a small disc about three inches in diameter that was attached to the ceiling on a swivel. At my side was what appeared to be a padded clinical table, similar to what one would find in a chiropractor's office. The creatures themselves were very uniform in height, ranging from about five feet two inches to perhaps five feet four, about a Kylie Minogue. They were quite slender by human standards and had dark eyes that shone out from slanted openings that were not much more than slits. Ooh, I hate that word. The noses were very small, almost non-existent, with two tiny black dots that appeared to be nostrils. 
Similarly, their mouths were not much more than slits either, with thin lips that hardly had any definition. Get yourself a cosmetologist! I saw no indication of teeth. The ears were slightly larger than the human ones in proportion to their size, and they were somewhat pointed. They reminded me of the ears of the fictional Mr. Spock of the Star Trek TV series. Okay, shut it down. He's a Trekkie. (laughs) This is where this is coming from. And he had had to let us know that he was a Trekkie as well because... He, that's this is what he basically wrote this story in his basement I could discern no body hair um, apparently that's an important fact hmm. 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 there was an interesting range in the creature's skin colouring almost a multiracial element but unlike the different races on earth their distinct facial characteristics such as lip thickness and nose and eye shapes their features were uniform All of these beings wore flowing robe-like garments in various pastel shades. Well, you enter purse first. Oh. Although I... (laughs) Purse first, alien bitch. Walk into the room purse first. Walk into the room... Walk into the room pastel first. (laughs) I like it. I I suit a light sky blue pastel. Mm. And I think, Will, to match your skin tone, I pink something in a pinkish beige. Mm, sage green <laughs> would be more inclined <laughs> nothing's going to improve that skin tone although I could not see the details of the far reaches of the room I noticed that the majority of the tables around me were occupied by very ordinary human beings most of them were reclining in various postures some on their sides and others in the prone and supine positions as the ETs bent over them in what appeared to be close scrutiny a few however were standing beside the tables At first, I assumed that, like me, they had just arrived. The light that held me in its focus suddenly flickered and went out. One of the three creatures in my cluster took a step towards me and said, I am Gwent Tepelslima. I'm kind of confused on how to pronounce my own name. (laughs) At least that's what it sounded like to my ear. I have spelled it phonetically here, or as close to it as I possibly can, but a case could be made for spelling it in a number of other variations, such as Guadalampamsa or Quantalampamsa. The snippets of conversations that I caught from the ETs at several nearby tables made me wonder if some of the human sounds might even be beyond duplication by human vocal cords. If the ET who spoke to me was any indication, At least one of them seemed to be able to speak English. That initial assessment turned out to be absolutely true. I stared dumbly at this being who had introduced himself to me, but not quite knowing how to respond, he couldn't help but notice my discomfort. But you will call me Gus. (laughs) (laughs) He continued, pointing to a name tag on his robe below the right shoulder. Sure enough, the tag had Gus printed on it. See? It says Gus. <laughs> then I noticed that all of the extraterrestrials seemed to be wearing name tags. I know it is impossible for you to address me by my true name, so I and all of my colleagues have taken names that are familiar to your tongue. Hello, I replied. I'm Phil. Hello, Phil. Do you like toaster strudel? <laughs> Bill Pop Tarts 
telephone home. Oh God! Will you watch RuPaul's Drag Race? <laughs> Sante, Sante, you stay, Phil. <laughs> Sashay away, Karen. We take you for makeover. I know it sounds absurd. That was all I could muster at the moment. Intellectually, I knew that I should be experiencing nightmarish terror, yet I felt none. My mind should be in denial, threatening to push me over to the brink of insanity, refusing to accept this reality so willingly, so calmly. After all, my whole belief system was being turned upside down. Deep in my bones, I felt that I was not in danger. Besides, my curiosity was growing stronger by the moment, and I actually started getting excited about the exhilarating experiences that might await me. It was apparent that hundreds of examinations were going on at this very second in the cavernous room. But now I took notice of a large monitor attached to the head of each table. It was not unlike a big picture, high resolution coloured television screen. <laughs> oh, they have high definition in space. And they got a new telly out of Argos in the Christmas sale, 72 inch. What, what year did this happen? Um, audience questions, please wait till later. Thank you. <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry. Got the fucking interruption. Although I could make out the details of what was displayed on only a few of those closest to me, it was obvious that each workstation was engaged in the study of a small part of the human anatomy. On the screen directly behind me at the head of a table where a bearded young man with a full head of hair lay, I saw an exploded view of what appeared to be a human hair follicle. Three ETs were intently bent over the man and were using a variety of instruments as well as their long thin fingers to explore the beard and the hair on his head. Mmm, shiatsu massage. On my right, a similar cluster of cosmic visitors was probing the ear of a female. The screen at the head of her table contained a very complex picture of the outer and inner details of what appeared to be the human auditory system. Now, Will, I was very upset with the next passage and I don't know if I can bring myself to read it again, so I'm going to have to ask you to take this one for me. <laughs> no problem, I'll step up to the plate as we are a paranormal duo. I caught a brief glimpse of a very fat person. I couldn't tell if it was male or female lying in a prone position on uh, one table ahead and to the left of where I stood. The person's gown was open in the back, and the buttocks were clearly visible and spread by a retractor device. The screen attached to the table contained a full-colour graphic depiction of the human anus in an exploded view. <laughs> I could just imagine Gus being like, wow, <laughs> this is wow, called Wow, you anus. had sweet corn for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> This is the, this is the tattered body of uh, Annie Yan. The extremely personal nature of some of the examinations bothered me. Well, I can tell you, they fucking bothered me too. Gus seemed to anticipate my thoughts as I gazed around at the other people on the tables. But instead of a gown like the ones the humans were wearing, he handed me a robe identical to the ones that he and the other aliens wore. And I quickly stepped into it. I was also supplied with a pair of very ordinary slippers, although they were the softest and most comfortable ones I have ever worn. Absent-mindedly, I ran a hand over the table by which I stood. No, no, Gus said. No examination for you. Come with me. I will show you more slippers. <laughs> we also stuck a 
strange job, Ugg boots. <laughs> I heard perfect yeah. English, but I didn't see his lips move. It was though the words, perfectly enunciated, came directly from his throat, much as a parrot can mimic human speech without the use of tongue or lips. They had a strange walk. Rather than a slight bobbing up and down, typical of the walk of most humans, the aliens seemed to glide along smoothly, almost as though they were on wheels rather than legs. There was no sensation of being transported, although that's exactly what had happened. As I would learn from the experience, it was though as the room that we had been in, the transporter room, as it were, simply evaporated to be replaced by the new room in which we now stood. If I hadn't known better, I would have sworn that we were now in the boardroom of any ordinary American corporation, albeit a very futuristic one. I was directed to one of the end chairs at the table while Gus seated himself at the other end. The ETs in our party took their places in the chairs at the sides and they were joined by others who entered the room and took seats, occupying all of them. Gus was the first to speak. Let me level with you, Phil. I think it is important to put your mind at ease. Yes, you are on a spaceship. Yes, the stories of so-called alien abductions that have been circulating among your people for 50 years or so are true for the most part. Yes, we are from another world, a world of slippers. <laughs> the name of our planet would translate into English as Verdant. We come in peace. We come. Well. <laughs> We come in peace, and no harm will come to you. In the tens of thousands of encounters that we have had with people on Earth, no one has ever been harmed, intentionally or unintentionally, except for one woman who died. Uh, she fell off the spaceship. Uh, we never found her body. was among the first of many conversations I would have with the extraterrestrials during the course of the 72 hours I spent aboard the ship. I will leave you here, but I think one such incident where it is absolutely necessary to quote the speaker word for word because the words were so provocative, so stunning, occurred when I found myself in a small lounge area with a particular (coughs) female star traveller named Gina. (laughs) Apparently they have relaxing bars in this spaceship where you could just pick up fucking aliens. We were having a quiet conversation during which I was trying to get her to describe her life on her home planet. But she had a persistent and compelling curiosity about the sex habits of humans. She kept turning the conversation in that direction no matter how much I tried to change the subject and get her to talk about herself. Suddenly, in the middle of this conversation, she stood up let her robe slip to the floor and stood naked in front of me. I cannot imagine that I will ever forget the exact words she spoke to me at that moment. Do you want... Do you (laughs) Do you want to do it? She asked. But that's another story which I'll elaborate on in a subsequent chapter. Fan. I have so many questions that I can't, I don't know where to begin, but I'll have to begin. First of all, uh, when did this happen? Where did, where, what year? Who is it? Why? I shall give you the details. This excerpt is from a book called The Contact Has Begun. 
the true story of a journalist's encounter with alien beings by a Mr. Philip H. Krapf. That's Krapf with a K. Oh God, he is. They're like, Mr. Philip Krapf? No, Krapf. (laughs) He is on the edge. He's on the edge. The fella that's getting abducted by aliens. It was first published in 1998. So I believe it was sometime in the 90s that this happened to him. Unless it took him a long time to write the books. And he is a journalist who apparently had already investigated alien encounters. But was somewhat of a sceptic. Until a a sceptic. A (laughs) sceptic. Until one night this alien beam came in through his window when... um, uh, coincidentally enough his wife happened to be away for the night or the few nights because it took him up in the spaceship and he says he was up there for 72 hours and there is a whole book about his encounters we've only this is only the tip of the iceberg of what they said to him um, apparently he's a messenger from the aliens come back to tell us that they have been investigating us for many many years and they finally think it's time to make contact but if this book was published in 1998 <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're they're dragging their heels uh, I, I like to think of um, I like to think of uh, Phil going back home and his wife being like where the hell were you and he's just like doesn't matter Gina would never speak to me like that. <laughs> and then she's like, she's like, who's Gina? Never mind, you wouldn't know. And then she's like, how come you're not hanging around with your your friend uh, Michael anymore? <laughs> Who needs Michael when you got Gus? So I would like to say to all you little sex addicts out there, because I know that you're wanting to know what happened with Gina and did he ever get it on with the alien? Um, this book is very long. I'm still in the middle of reading it. Gina does make another little appearance and uh, I'll be updating you guys on the goings on with the sex between humans and aliens in our Patreon episode. So keep an eye out there because this is a very long story and I think it's going to I think it's going to turn into an epic love tragedy. Really? Well, this sounds very interesting. Please put like 90s backing music to that. Like 90s. Also, it's very interesting that Philip decided to have these encounters during the boom of the 1990s UFO explosion. Mm, I know like it's just really funny that shows like the X-Files were all the rage back there and people just happened to be um, looking for answers because Phil has a whole like Phil comes up with a whole you know um, structure of like why they're visiting us like that there's a oh. there's a federation of international galaxies out there very Star Trek-y kind of stuff they say yeah. that it's finally time for us to join them um, but I'm just wondering now in 2021 here we are now and we don't Phil's, Phil's job doesn't really have seemed to have um, come no, to fruition it doesn't it's almost as if Gus died uh, and lo- the, the message got lost on the way back home like maybe he got stranded uh, somewhere <laughs> maybe I would just like to say if you were an alien called Guadalajara and you were you were able to choose any human name in the world why the fuck would you choose Gus why wouldn't you choose something like you know exotic and um, I'd, I'd choose like- i choose a, a drag uh, name I'd be like my <laughs> name is Rebecca would. Glasscock mm. And with that, it's time for us to take a little break so we can wash Will's dirty tongue out. Join us after the break and we'll be back with Ask Willie Anything. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Part of the show where we like to ask each other questions so we can find out a little bit more about what makes each other tick and just be a little bit more scared of what goes on in each other's brains. We like you guys to write into us with your questions and you can send those questions to motu stories at gmail.com. That's motu stories, all one word, at gmail.com. Please ask us the, 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 the the burning questions of our time the big questions the philosophical questions questions such as William what is something you can never seem to finish (laughs) oh Jesus how long do you have we're going to be here for the fucking whole new year what can I never seem to finish Um, like a book any book any any book Uh, (laughs) I like I get into like you know the first 20 pages and I'm like this is going good this is going good and then I'm like hey I'm going to take take the take the day off tomorrow from that book <laughs> and then the day turns into another day and then I'm like oh I just I'm sure something 
happens in the end but uh, I'll just I'll just wait for the film I'll just wait for the film to come out Will do you never ever ever finish a book no very rarely <laughs> oh, did you finish books when you were in school uh, yeah yeah like I had to I had to so yeah that's probably the last time probably the last time <laughs> <laughs> well let's hope in 2021 that Will gets to the pay, to the end of a children's book so that would be um, a little start for him if anybody has any recommendations on children's books probably from the ages about like 5 to 7 that's his literacy age at the moment um, thank you we really would appreciate it let's make his new year dreams come true Okay, William, we're going on to your second question. And this question is, what is one unpopular opinion that you hold? That that women like you should still be burnt at the stake. <laughs> uh, kind of in Salem witch trial kind of style. Um, where you're like, I'm innocent and I'm like this. Burn the witch! She's speaking in tongues! That type of... Some people would be like, hey, hey, that's kind of medieval stuff, Will. And, I'd be, and, I, and I always reply with, rid the world of this evil. Rid it of this evil. So, I'm popular with some people, but some people seem to agree with me. There's a small group, actually, that's growing every day. That mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, want mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. see you uh, go up in flames. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, because you totally dodged that question, you're not getting away with it. And we're going to ask you a third question. We're going to keep going until you're satisfactory. Oh, my God. William, do you ever sing when you're alone? And if you do, what is mm-hmm. your favourite hairbrush song? Oh. Um. Yeah, I do sing when I'm alone. It's mostly in the shower and I have concerts in the shower. Mostly, <laughs> mostly concerts uh, with, that stem from music videos where there's a water element. Like kind of like the Pussycat Dolls React video, where it's just like, react, and then they flick their hair, and then a wall of water usually baits off the tiles in the shower because I've given it such force and vigor. Um, you are going to not you stop, your dead body is going to be found in the shower tray one day because you'll have knocked yourself out so hard from trying to do those hair flicks because you don't have a fucking screen of hair on your head. That sounds like a. That sounds like a threat <laughs> to me. I don't know if other people would agree, but that sounds like your body's going to be found in the shower. That's I'm just trying to wash my body. And I have a full head of thick, gorgeous hair. And that ends today's Ask Will Anything. Please write us in your most burning questions to motustories at gmail.com. Join us after the break when we have breaking news from the newsroom. Man has too much to drink and legally changes his name to Celine Dion. A man previously... (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) This is like something I would do. You're so jealous you got there first. A man previously (laughs) known as Thomas Dodd changed his name to Celine Dion after getting drunk watching the Canadian singer on TV and even paid for eight extra certificates to prove it. The Celine Dion superfan, formerly known as Thomas Dodd, had a few too many to drink while watching one of the singer's performances over Christmas and says the alcohol must have given him a great idea. 
Celine Dion, just her two-year-old hospitality manager from Staffordshire, not the superstar Canadian singer, says his mom didn't see the funny side and his sister choked on her sandwich when he revealed his new moniker. But he has no plans to change it or take it back, Birmingham Live reports. He paid £89 sterling for the title to become official and even splashed out on eight extra certificates as proof of his new identity, adding he's now able to see the funny side after dealing with the initial shock. During lockdown, I've been watching a lot of live concerts on the TV. I can only think I've been watching one of hers and a great idea came to me after a few drinks, said he. I walked in from work and there was a big white envelope with a do not bend written across it. I nearly passed out in my kitchen when I opened it. My initial concern was how on earth do I tell the HR department at work that I need to change my email footer. Now I'm thinking it could be a great way to get backstage. I'm just praying I don't get pulled over by the police for anything. That could get awkward. More annoyingly, I've paid for eight extra certificates to prove it and they cost £10 each. <laughs> I'm just having visions of like him getting pulled over by a police officer and be like, sorry, sir, can I see your licence? And then your man be like, yeah, yeah, you don't really need to see my licence. What, what, uh, what happened here? And then eventually him having to give his licence and the police officer be like, oh my God, it's Celine Dion. Sing a song, sing a song. And he's just like, near far there's a lot of auto-tune on the records so I sound different but I think it'd be great if um he came in from work and his mum goes how was your day and he goes they were not gonna win oh Jesus Christ please and then she joined in it'd be great yeah well yeah <laughs> and that ends today's Annie's Bizarre News please join us next week when we will have even more bizarre news from our archives now well it is time for you to tell the people how they can find us on the places Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at mysteries of the unexplained pod or you can join our fantastic super amazing cult like group which is similar to the X-Files but not and that is Mysteries of the Unexplained. Just search for us. You will find us. You will have to answer some very strict questions to get into this group. It's not just kind of like press the button, sign up, like, oh, yeah, I'll have a little look every now and then. You have to answer the questions and then you have to give over your bank details. And that's just the way it works. <laughs> you also have to send us one pair of your worn underwear every month. No, you don't. You dirty, dirty <laughs> woman. You need help, Annie. You need severe, severe help. Okay, or a slap across the face and I'll do the latter. But the first one, I would recommend a medical professional. Or Gus. Gus might help you. And if you have any little weird stories, weird encounters, or just want to bitch about your neighbour, you can send the stories to stories at gmail.com and we will read them out and we will change names if we have to and we will put you in a dark room turn off the light and make your voice sound like this she used to come to my house at night and knock on the windows and I fucking hate her we'll play it we'll play it get all your frustration out don't worry and we'll put a ticker on the bottom of the screen that says Karen, in inverted commas, is not real name. 
Thank you all my little weirdo cretins for joining us this week. Thank you for sticking with us through the name change. It's going to be a better future for all of us, I hope. Join us next week when we delve into more mysteries of the unexplained. Mysteries. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.